Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's program. We have a very unique and different story today from my boy Jarvis down in Mississippi, and he's going to share how his storyline has brought him to really restructure his life and business and why he sets his business up the way he does and how it's really helped transform his work-life balance and help things out with his family. So it's going to be a really fun, inspiring story today with Jarvis from Mississippi. And guys, I want to say thank you to today's show sponsor, and that is our friends at Jobber. And for a limited time, until actually May 26, 2022, you have the opportunity to apply for a grant that Jobber is going to be giving out to 25 folks. And so the grants are going to be between $2,500 and $15,000 for a total of $150,000 that they are giving away. They did this last year. And we are definitely hoping that several green industry podcast listeners will be recipients this year. All you have to do to apply is go to jobbergrants.com. It's a five-minute application. And as you're filling out that simple application, make sure you let them know you're a green industry podcast listener because I think we're going to have a few of you all win. So you might as well, you know, increase your chances there. Just let them know you listen to Paul, the Green Street Podcast. And uh, if you guys do win, make sure you let me know. We will have to celebrate with you. And uh, here, if you got the 2,500, did you get to 15,000? What are you going to do with that money? What would you do, Mr. Producer, with $15,000? Buy me a new... <laughs> that would be nice. Oh, that would be... You are generous. You, you, you are generous. So... That would be nice. But guys, we hope that uh, you will win and you can't win if you don't apply. You can apply at jobbergrants.com. All righty. Well, without further ado, let's get to talking with my boy Jarvis down in Mississippi. Man, what's going on, Paul, man? It's good, uh, good to be online with you today, man. Yes, sir. You guys have a beautiful state, man. I've been there one time. Uh, Kohler Engines did an event in 2020 in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and I loved it out there, man. Yeah, 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 man. Uh, I actually wanted to uh, get down to the event, but I kind of got tied up on a lot, lot of stuff, man, so I, I didn't make it down. But hopefully the next one, whenever they do it this year, I can make it down. Yeah, that would be great. I have to talk to them. I'm going to actually uh, touch base with them hopefully this week and figure out um, I know they were rescheduling it, so I got to see if they have a date picked out or whatnot so you guys can start to block off some time because it's a, it's a world-class event. Kohler Engines does such a great job, and they actually have a plant uh, right there in Hattiesburg that is where they make the engines, and they took us on a tour there. It is really, really cool. So it'd be cool to meet yeah. you in person, man, in, in your backyard. Oh, yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Well, Jarvis, I want you to uh, give a brief uh, overview of your story, and then we're going to dive into why you've built your business the way you have. 
um, which is just basically keeping it simple and keeping that lifestyle, work-life balance, making sure you have time for what's most important in your life. And uh, you kind of have a sweet spot with your business. So share a little bit of uh, your journey. Well, man, I, I will say first off, man, I'm blessed, you know, to, to be in business for myself and to, you know, to uh, have the opportunity to, to run my business and be uh, profitable like I am. Uh, but I, I've been in lawn care. I'm 31 years old, run Kingdom Lawn Care out of uh, South Mississippi on the Gulf Coast. And uh, I've been I've been in business like LLC legit insurance and all that for about uh, seven years. But I've been doing it since high school. But uh, anyway, man, I'm pretty much a solo operator. I did have employees working for me and stuff like that. And I recently shared a little bit on uh, Brian podcast, but uh, right now, man, my wife, uh, she she come in and help me when she just really want to spend time with me, Paul. That's it. But uh, Amen. pretty much, pretty much, man, we just uh, run solo, man. We do a, a couple of properties. You know, we try to make it uh, real strict how we are. Uh, you know, how we run it and what's required if you get on the schedule with us. So uh, that's that's pretty much the basics of it, man. Tell me a little bit more about that. How do you communicate to your customers that they, because you offer something very special that you're going to take very good, meticulous care of them. And it's it's just you and you pour your pride into your work and you just give them the, the extra attention to detail. How, how do you package that and communicate with them of what to expect and, and the special uh, treatment they have if they work with you? Well, what, what I do and what's, what set a solo uh, operated business apart from every other business, and it's not even just solo, but an owner-operated business, when I first meet a customer, the main thing that I, I'm able to tell them is when some when uh, when your property is getting serviced, it will be me that you'll see on your property all the time. And and from and from the services that we offer, we do. It, it's even though I'm solo, uh, I, I do uh, network and work with a lot of different guys. Like I don't cut trees, but no matter what somebody needs done in the yard, I could do it. I could get it done. So I got uh, I got a tree guy, I got a guy to do excavation and dirt work, uh, and then I, I do off a side. We do a lot of side jobs, mm-hmm. uh, not a whole lot, but we do do side jobs. So what I do on that, I call some guys in and uh, subcontract the workout. So man, no matter what uh, what somebody need done, and see, I give them a rundown when they first meet me, and I, I, I it's it's a lot, man, that uh. I give them a rundown and just talk to them and let them know what all we are offering, how we are, how I, I know that I'll be the best uh, business to roll with when it comes to lawn care. That's awesome. How do you balance Jarvis that um, schedule with not, not overbooking yourself so that you actually have enough margin in your week that you can accomplish all the commitments you have to uh, fulfill the services? Well, what I do, Paul, I, uh, I mow. Four days a week, Monday through Thursday. I heard a few guys say that in the community. I mow Monday through Thursday, and then you know I, I try to be done every day by around three o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on on Fridays, uh, I'll try to finish early on Thursdays and start landscaping jobs and side jobs, and try not to work Saturdays either. But if it uh, if, if, I, if I'm able to, you know push those jobs out by Friday, man. We, we use Friday for, you know, landscaping and side jobs and stuff like that. But, uh, 
I, I, because I'm not trying to grow a big business, Paul, Mm -hmm. I get a lot of calls just like everybody else. But because I'm not trying to uh, build a big business, I could be real particular about who I choose that I want to pick up and add to my route. So therefore I could charge a higher uh, profit, a higher price. Yeah. A premium price for sure. And and, and I could choose, you know, the route and where I want to do that work. And if, if, if whatever I choose to do, I could do that because right now, if if I took on sixty properties, it'll it'll have me like She's stressed slammed. out. Yeah, slammed. yes, literally. And uh, like I always say, Paul, uh, peace of mind over money. I know I know the money good, and I I like the money. But when it comes to my peace of mind and my family, man, in that time, a peace of mind over money any day. Yeah, Jarvis, that's really good, man. Peace of mind over money. And I like having guys like yourself on the program because we we show both sides of the story and there's pros and cons with both doing what you're doing, which is the owner operator solo. And there's other folks that successfully do this. Uh, Johnny Moe in Pennsylvania, he's solo and proud and loves it and has that time margin to hang out with his daughters and wife and things like that. And then uh, my buddy, Jason Creoles, he's over in Alabama. He's solo and proud and he's got that work-life balance. I'm actually headed out to um, hang out with him here in a couple days in sweet home, Alabama. And then, yeah, on, yeah. and then, on, but, and so there's many pros to that business. And, and I'm, I want you, and I'll give you the mic here in a minute to, to elaborate on why you chose this route. And then there's other folks that have, you know, goals of being a million dollar, multi-million dollar business, but there is a lot more stress. There's a lot more responsibility. There's a lot more risk. There's a lot, there's a lot of pros and cons with that. The obvious pro is the upside. You can make a, a lot more money, but there's also yeah, a sure. lot of uh, negatives to it. And with the solo, the only main, I mean, there's a few negatives, but the only main negative is the, the, um, the injury. If, if you get hurt, then, you know, now you're really in trouble because, um, it's, yeah, it's an yeah. issue of how are you going to serve those customers? Are you going to hire somebody to do what you are doing? They're not going to do it as good as you, whatever. Yep. Um, you know, and there's certain types of insurances and stuff that you can have in place to have somewhat of protection, but you've probably calculated all of that. So what are some other reasons that this is the wheelhouse that you found works best for your plan with your family and your business? Well, you, you actually hit on it a little bit, Paul. If I, if I ran a big company and uh, anybody that run a big company, they know, but even, even when I didn't run a big company, even when I had just a few employees working for me, you know, and I was pushing out landscaping jobs, saw jobs. And then here I am on all these different properties, you know, and we trying to, we, we just so spread out. Uh, it man, you, when you get home, you're not off work. And right now, like how I have my business set up now, when I get home, I'm off work. And, 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 uh, that's one thing that's hard to get and have in a business when you're a business owner is going home and being off work. And when I just had, when I just had two employees working with me, Paul, I, I, it seemed like I was never off work. It seemed like somebody was always calling even after hours and texting after hours, uh, no matter what's going on, even, even if ain't nobody calling and texting, 
you know, you you just up at night and getting up early in the morning because you you just worried about pushing this job out. Man, I hope it don't rain three days straight and it holds us back. Man, I got to push this job out and we still got to mow all these yards, man. So I can really, like I say, man, that peace of mind, that peace of mind, Paul. And right now, uh, I, I can really say, man, I got a peace of mind. I, 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 I make good money. You know, it ain't much as I was making, but right now I'm making good money and, and I'm satisfied, man. I got a peace of mind. That's really cool, Jarvis. And I think a lot of folks listening that maybe can relate to uh, the juggling act of, of kind of biting off more than they can chew. Maybe this is something to consider or refreshing. Why don't you walk us through your week, Jarvis, of uh, what you kind of do on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I know you kind of mentioned your uh, Thursday afternoon and Friday, but but kind of walk us through your morning routine and w- what you kind of do during the day, the, then the evening with your family and, and kind of paint a picture of what you've built to where you have this work-life balance, you have premium prices, you have everything under control that you kind of have it on autopilot. It sounds where you're not, you're not stressed out with uh, customers, you know, giving you headaches because you, you, you have a really uh, manageable schedule right now. So kind of, kind of walk us through a day in the, or a week in the life of Jarvis. Okay, Paul, I'm probably going to give, give you and, and all the listeners a little bit more than what you just asked for. But I'm going to say it like this, Paul. When I, I worked at a shipyard and I uh, I was, you know, doing my lawn care business and stuff like that, and it was unprofessional. You know, I was just cutting grass, cutting a, a lot of yards for too cheap. Chucking the truck. Work, yeah, chucking the truck. <laughs> but <laughs> me and my friend talk and joke about that all the time. But look, Paul, uh, when I was working at the shipyard, I'll wake up at 4.30 in the morning and I'll try to, you know, sometimes spend a little bit of time in prayer and go to work. I had to be there at 6 o'clock and then I'd get off at 2.30, get home around uh, three between 3 o'clock and 3.30 and then I load the truck up and I'm gone straight to work, you know what I'm saying, trying to cut yards and then I get back home. It's 8, 8.30 at night. Whenever the sun go down, 8, 8.30 at night and, uh, and, and pretty much, man, play with the kids for 30 minutes, dead tired, try to talk to my wife. She uh, aggravated and mad at me. And, and you know, I'm falling asleep <laughs> and doing it all over again, well, you know. But but now, now, Paul, let me tell you, man, I, I, I wasn't doing what I'm doing now. So on, on a typical Monday, you know, I, and I ain't going to go through all the days of the week, but on a typical day, I get up in the morning I, before before the whole house. I get up at uh, 5 o'clock. I pray. I read my Bible. You know, then I'm, I'm able to iron my kids' school clothes, get them up for school, you know, and, and sit around. And then by 7 o'clock, I'm out the house. Mm-hmm. Well, by 3 o'clock, I'm trying to be back at home. You know, and if it's baseball practice that day with my son or football practice or a game, I'm able to coach him. You know, I'm able to be a, a, a youth pastor, you know, so I'm at church on Wednesday nights and, and, and Friday nights when we have Friday nights for the youth, you know, so I'm, I'm able to do that. And then on my weekends, Paul, when I had to spend my whole Saturday working, man, now that Saturday, whatever the kids want to do, whatever my wife want to do them, them Saturdays, you know, we can go out and have family day and Sunday. I go to church. I come home. I just rest, man. Mm-hmm. And that's what, like, I wasn't able to do none of that, Paul. So now that I have that and I made a commitment when I came from working like I used to that I never work like that again because it caused so many problems in my in my in my uh, relationship with my wife, my relationship with my kids to the point where I wasn't hardly seeing them and I wasn't 
ones are hardly spending no time with them. And on Saturday nights when I get home, I feel so guilty. You know, I'm trying to please my wife, baby, whatever you want to do, baby, wherever you want to go, whatever you want to eat. But that was that wasn't what she wanted. But I was trying to make a way to, to get to where I am now. But at the same time, Paul, I was starving my family. And what I learned my main thing that I learned, Paul, is that, you know, no matter what's going on, man, we, we got to uh, take that time with our family and our kids because if I leave tomorrow and, and, and I ain't spun no time with them, all I ever did was just work, 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 you know, what, what memories they going to have of me? Mm. You said so, something interesting I, that, you know, your wife, she wasn't interested in the fancy dinner on Saturday night. She, she wanted something else. Tell us a little bit more about what you discovered she was really wanting from the leader of the household. It was that time, Paul, that I ain't have, I ain't have no more. <laughs> Man, it was, it was another 50 hours in a week that I was needing, you know, and, and so many people in the lawn care community that run lawn care business, not just lawn care business, but any kind of business, people that run businesses, especially when, when you see somebody running a real successful business, most likely, man, that time is real slim. You know, they don't have, they don't have time. So, uh, man, it, it, it was nothing but time. I was like, man, I'm well, I'm making money. You know, you want this and you want that. Uh, I, I got to work to get it. I'm, I'm trying to get out the shipyard and do this full time. She was like, it ain't about the money. It ain't about the money. So, and I had to realize that, man, it, 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 it took some work, you know, and it took some uh, sacrificing. But uh, I'm blessed now, man, you know, and uh, and I, I've learned how important that time is. So, How did you transition from the crazy uh, schedule of, of working a full-time job and then running your lawn care business to now Jarvis having your lawn care business in a very uh, structured, organized, simplified uh, manner. How, how'd you get where you are now from where you used to been, where you used to be, excuse me. Well, uh, Paul, it was, it was a, a difficult transition. Uh, and, and that when you're working a full-time job and you're trying to go full-time in lawn care, it's it's very diff, difficult, especially if you don't have like some solid, solid workers, honest, dependable workers that you can depend on. It's difficult, man. And uh, so I I, I basically uh, set a date when I was going to leave my full time job, and uh, that that was that was my most important thing. I think if we if we don't set a date, I think stuff would never happen if we don't you know put a date on it. Uh, put a time on it. If we wow. just say, yeah, I'm going to do it, but I ain't never said a time. How far in the future day. was that date when you kind of determined in your heart, I'm, I'm piecing out. We say get the boat close to the dock, but I guess in your situation, you really were kind of getting close to the dock and, and getting off that. Yeah. I was, I was getting away from the dock. Those ship, ships down there on the dock. I was trying to get away from them, man. That place, man, it, it was rough, man. How so? so? Uh, what, what, man, what exactly man, did y'all do? I just see the movies, man. But t- tell me what life's like on the Gulf of Mexico. Well, I, you know, I was, I was working at, at a, uh, at a, at Ingle Shipbuilding, so we built Navy vessels. So, and I was a welder out there at the time. And man, uh, it, it's just uh, real physical work. I know lawn care is physical, man, but when you're walking on that steel all day long, man, it's uh, it's something about it. I'm gonna say it like this, Paul. My back used to hurt 
I like often when I was working at the shipyard. Now, I ain't had a backache since I left. So, man, I, I can't explain it, man. It was it was just something about that place, man. And then, you know, dealing with the people, man, it was uh, micromanagement. And oh. it was, man, it was, oh, it was man. rough, man. So, uh it it was it was an uh, experience. So, but uh, I'm glad I'm away from it. Yeah. But uh, anyway, you know, just getting away from that place, Paul. When I finally uh, got the boat close to the dock or got completely away from the dock, I just hit the ground running with whatever I had, and I left like in, in the beginning of uh, at the beginning of spring. I think I left like the beginning of March, like right before the spring rush actually hit, like when it was stirring up. What and, year was uh, that? That was twenty 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 actually. Okay. Yeah. Right, right, right when the pandemic uh hit, man. So it was uh kinda shaking, man. And then when I actually as soon as I left the shipyard, everything started going haywire. Not too bad down here in the south, but uh I was going to people's doors, man, and they was telling me like they'll like crack the door, tell me like go head on, you know, but uh anyway, man, we was able to manage to uh push through and keep on pushing. And, uh, man, I, I just did a lot of uh, walking around and knocking on doors, man, just trying to get as much business and work as I could. Like, I kind of was just, whatever whatever would come, I would do it. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, the hardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. Hey, landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you. Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. 
Your mower blades are sharp, the whipper snipper is ready to rock, and you're all set to cut that grass and make that cash. Hi, it's Mr. Producer. I know you're ready to rock and roll, but have you thought about how to maximize your time on the mower once the podcasts are done for the day and you have hours of work still ahead? Let me recommend audiobooks from Audible. Paul has three titles that you can listen to, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, Best Business Practices for Landscapers, and the brand new 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care, which he so kindly allowed me to narrate. These audiobooks are a great way to make the most of your time and help you grow your business. I'll put links down in the podcast description. That's fantastic. Now, what's your biggest challenge being solo, you know, owner operator? What have you found is the biggest challenge with where you're at in your business now? Oh, you threw one at me then. I can't dodge that one. Uh, if if I had to say, Paul, a biggest challenge, it's really not a lot of challenges because I, I, I'm real comfortable where I am. And uh, I got a r- real peace of mind, you know. So uh, everything really runs so smooth for me right now. But my biggest challenge would be, like you said earlier, what I think about all the time. Like if something was to go wrong with me, and I need somebody to push it through. But see, that's why I I, I network with a lot of guys in my area that run landscaping, lawn and landscaping businesses. So uh, in that area. I would, I would be covered. But uh, as far as like challenges, like problems that I'm dealing with, Paul, <clears throat> I think I, I don't want to make it seem like it, like I got it oh so perfect. But my business kind of set up in a way where, I, where it's just like wake up every day and just go to work, and I ain't got to deal with nobody. Like today, I've done like uh, ten properties, I believe, and I, I haven't seen the first. Uh, client, you know what I'm saying? So I don't have to deal with them. I don't have to knock and ask for money. I don't have to look for no money, nothing. How so did they pay I you? Do, I, I do have a uh, CRM. It's it's not Jobber, but uh, it's it's another software that I've we been will, using. We won't mention that. We won't mention that. <laughs> you got a uh, CRM, man. <laughs> no, I, I look, I wasn't, I wasn't gonna try to uh, mention it, Paul. Hey. But it's one I've been using. It's one I've been using for like six years, man. And uh, it, it works real good for me. And the way I got mine set up, Paul, check this out. So the way I have mine set up is, all right. Um, so we got this raggedy centipede. <laughs> raggedy, <laughs> I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> so you you know you know about centipede size. It's centipede grass, huh? It's centipede grass. Well, I, I don't know that too. I don't know too much about. It. We we have Bermuda and Zoysia. So I've y'all. Are- it, it should be some centipede up there in Georgia, man. It, it should be uh, Blaze of Grass. He cut a lot of centipede. Okay, well, well he's uh, on that- the south side of Atlanta. I'm a, I'm on the north side of Atlanta. It's it's like different countries. Yeah, okay. Oh, okay, no, okay. wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Blaze of Grass, he's in Savannah. He's yeah, in Savannah. He in Savannah. It, ain't far, it ain't too far from you, but. Yeah, yeah that's but that's, say, that's, that's on the, that's by the ocean. I'm I'm in the mountains. I'm in the Appalachian Mountains. I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, you just up there by the fancy folks that want uh, Bermuda in their yeah, yard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he's down in Savannah. That That's down by Florida. Okay, okay, okay. But anyway, okay. that's neither here nor there. Geography is not a strength of our community, I think. We got uh, Caleb, Caleb Allman, don't know where Denmark is. 
But anyway, well, I, get back to centipede. Sorry I, to cut you off. Okay, okay. But so what I what I was gonna say, Paul, the way I have my uh, my business set up for my payment is like when I first meet somebody, like I met someone yesterday, and uh, my my average price right now is around sixty dollars. When I signed them up for uh, sixty five dollars per service, and you know, and and let's just do simple math. If I sign somebody up for uh, sixty services. For uh, twenty, I mean, sixty dollars per service for twenty services a year. That's twelve hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, and you divide that into twelve months. Mm-hmm. That's a uh, hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Well, even though I'm not cutting in the wintertime, it's very few. I I may got like literally like ten like ten percent. Now, yeah, probably ten percent that I'll be cutting during the wintertime, 10% of my properties. So I could do all those in one week. Well, I'm going to be getting paid the same amount of money in the mm-hmm. wintertime when I'm hardly doing nothing that I'm going to be getting paid in the summertime. Nice. So, uh, so they just pay you I, I, January, July, September. It's the same amount per month every month. Yep, 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 for nice. twelve months. Nice. Yep, even even though even though I'm not uh not cutting in the winter time, but on the software that I use, I got it to where the first of every month, and they gotta sign up like this. They have to, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I I'm able to. Everybody can't do this, Paul, but I set it up to where they have to put a card on file with auto auto pay. I'm not sending nothing out. I'm not clicking nothing. I'm not doing nothing on the first everybody money coming out. Nice. So, so that, that, that's, uh, that's what they have to sign up with, uh, if they get with me. But at the same time, it's not a contract. They, I tell them all the time, it's not a, a contract. It's just, you know, like the terms of a contract without the tie downs. So they can opt out whenever they, in council service, whenever they get ready. But we'll just have to square up whatever is, you know, old either way, you know, positive or negative. But, uh, now, why would they yeah, now? Man. Now, do you ha- is this prepay or is this postpay? Are you, we're in the month of uh, May coming up, so May first, the all that money that hits your account the first uh, day of May, is that for work you haven't done yet for May, or is that collecting the work from April? It, it's pre. Oh, so it's you haven't pre-pay. you haven't yeah. done you haven't done the work yet. You're getting all paid uh-huh. up front. That's uh-huh. the way uh-huh. to do but it, see- Jarvis. I'm impressed, my man. Yeah. Good job, brother. Hey. But look, see, and and all the all my customers, and, and the reason I go like that, Paul, it 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 cancel out all tire kickers, man, all cheap people, all tire kickers, <laughs> people that say, oh, I ain't, I can't afford that, or ooh, that's expensive. And you know what you get when you, when I'm doing it like this, Paul? What I learned, the customers that I'm get, getting, they long term customers, mm-hmm. and they they want they want their yard like top notch. They want their yard done good. You know, versus somebody just, hey, I, I just need you to all uh, cut it this week. I used to deal with this all the time. You know, cut it this week, and uh, I'm gonna call you next time and need cutting. Oh man, are you are you call them and checking on them? Cause I used to call people, hey, I'm gonna be in the neighborhood oh, tomorrow. Oh man, I used and to then, do that, man. Yeah, I think everybody, you know, that uh, that oh. that's in law care, man. We done all been there unless it been ha- oh, unless the business man. been handed to us. 
But, uh, man, yeah, man, uh, uh, I, I'll be in the neighborhood tomorrow. Well, uh, skip me this week. Yep, you yep. Know, it all needed. <laughs> oh, been there, done that, and, man. And, and being, being there, call you on Saturdays. Uh, oh, we having a party today. Oh, Can you uh, get by and, and spruce the yard? Up? And, you know, you really don't feel like it, but, man, I, I don't want to lose this customer. They might call somebody else. Well, Paul, guess what? I've had... Two people tell me this year, oh, well, we had a party yesterday. The yard is a mess. We ain't get to clean it up. Skip us. If mm-hmm. they tell me skip them, guess what? I'm still getting paid. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I'm. A, it's been time where uh, the guy was like, oh, well, just cut the front yard. You know, I go by and just do what I can on the front yard because they trashed out the backyard from a party and ain't clean it up. You know, so... It's a lot of pros like that, man, that I'm able to um, to to receive in my business, man, versus so many cons that I used to have and used to have to deal with, man. So, you know, uh, running my business the way I do, man, it's uh, it, it's it's perfect for me to be honest with you. That's really good, Jarvis. This this is a um, really good uh, story, man. I want to ask you this: What is a uh, practical piece of advice that you would give to someone who's just starting out that they're, they're they're fresh. They don't have any of this billing set up. They don't have their customers yet. They're they're just getting started. What's some, some Uh, advice you'd give uh, to them? uh, Now it'll be different, Paul, from a teenager to somebody who was in the position that I was. Cause see, I was in a position. I was, uh, when I, when I started back heavy in lawn care, man, I was, I was, uh, I was in my twenties, you know, I had a family, I was buying a house. Mm -hmm. So, and I was on the verge of, of losing everything. So I needed to scrape up everything I could, you know, I, I really ain't need to pass up no work. But uh, for some, for somebody like that, Paul, I, I would just tell a man, uh, hustle. Like, get all you can, hustle. You know, uh, talk to your wife, include uh, your spouse, or if you're married, and, and include them in the uh, business. But uh, somebody young, Paul, you know, that uh, that's just trying to build the business, my main thing to him, this is what I would say, run it as professional as possible, Make sure if you if you mowing in a neighborhood and you see somebody next door or across the street from a yard you're doing, make sure you do a good job. And I don't care how good they yard look. I don't care if the best lawn care company in town and the biggest lawn care company in town or they just got done cutting it and it look way better than what you're doing. Go over there and introduce yourself and give it to them anyway. And and another thing that I would tell them is don't be scared to charge. Mm. Man, we can't be scared to charge, Paul. That man, that messed me up. Because I, I told one of my partners, uh, Gibson Lawn Service, you know, we I got a buddy, man. We talk, we talk, man, every day, every day, especially during the summertime. We both out here cutting grass, and we pretty much both run solo, so we be, you know, need somebody to talk to. But uh, I, I told him, man, I know, I know, I've left over a hundred thousand dollars on the table because I didn't know how to price, and I, I didn't, you know. When when I when I felt like a job was worth a hundred and fifty dollars, I still said seventy five. Oh my gosh! You know what? What, 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 was, what tipped the? What was the tipping scale? What 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 made you realize I need to charge this price, higher price? 
Well, man, when I when I started looking up and realizing, man, I'm on this property way too long to be getting paid uh seventy five dollars, <laughs> you know. And then then you know then I go and do a small yard, and and people was willing to pay. Like I just started, I started getting to a point, Paul, this, and this is what changed it for me. I started getting to a point where I didn't really need no more. So I was like, man, I really can't take no more on, and I really don't want to do this yard. So I'm gonna just throw a number out there, and I say six dollars. They'd be like, okay. When can you start? Oh man! So and like, how, man, how he, many he, minutes he, does it take you to do that sixty dollar yard? Paul, to be honest with you, for me to do a sixty a sixty dollar yard by myself, it'll take me like twenty minutes. Wow! Wow! Yeah. So yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, a yeah, thirty minute yard, man. Like I got thirty minute yards, and I'm charging like seventy five dollars. Wow! And, and Good like, job, lot, Jarvis. I, I, yeah, and like a lot of properties, man, I look back on, I, I, I screenshot it on Google Maps, some of the properties that I used to cut, man, and send them over to uh, my, my friend Mike Gip, the one I was just uh, mentioning. We did that a couple of weeks ago. I was like, bro, I used to charge $75, you know, to do this big old yard. And I How thought I was, was winning, Paul. How long did that t- property take you for 75 bucks? Oh, man. It was it was two of us, man. Listen, it was no one time. It was three of us, and it oh. took us two hours, six right, man let's, hours. Let's run this seventy five dollars divided by six. Twelve. <laughs> oh my gosh, boy, that's twelve dollars and fifty cents a man hour. Oh my gosh, you just broke the record right here. We got a record in Mississippi. Twelve dollars and fifty cents per man hour. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Oh my gosh. Oh man. The crowd goes wild. Twelve dollars and fifty cents times six. Seventy-five bucks. Hey Paul, listen, man. You gotta understand, man. Ouch. When I was growing, when Ouch. I was growing, I'm from I'm from the hood, Paul. Oh, so I, I I've never seen edges like a, a stick edge. Man, oh, I'm serious, man. man. We didn't we didn't see people, you know, running a stick edge. We didn't see people with uh with a setup, you know, a setup like you see on uh, online. We didn't see all that in the neighborhood. Somebody either people either cut their own grass or they cousin or uncle or somebody cut the grass. And I remember I was little, man, and this guy stayed next to me. If he asked me today to cut his yard, I promise you it'd be a hundred dollars. Listen to me. When I was young, I was I was a teenager, probably about thirteen years old, and uh. I asked him. He was my next door neighbor. I said, "Man, can I?" Uh, I said, "Can I cut your grass?" And he was like, "How much you gonna charge?" I said, "You know, I'm young." I said, twenty five dollars." Mm. He said, "Oh no!" He said, "I give you fifteen dollars." <laughs> 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 Guess what, man? I cut that yard for fifteen dollars. You know, and then I go, I go around the corner. This re, this like real talk. I go around the corner, and then this other guy, this you know, different days, different years, and uh, this other guy, he said, uh, he said, hey, you you want to uh, push more, push more my yard for me, cut my grass? I said, yeah. He said, uh, he said, I give you a little change, you know, to go to the store. He said, I give you ten dollars. He said, just cut this patch. He didn't want me to weed either. Now. He just wanted me to push more. And uh, I, I pushed a little, you know, half the front yard. Then he said, come on over a little bit more. I want you to do, you know, over some more. By the time I, I looked up, I done cut the uh, push mow the whole front yard for them $10. And oh, guess what he was man. telling me? 
Come what? on down the side. He wanted me to cut. Oh, he was trying man. to edge me around and make me cut the whole yard, man, for them ten dollars. Uh, so, so when I got older, Paul, that had shaped me in my mind. That's what I was used to. You know, that's how that's that's how everybody treated me. So now, when I when I get my own lawn care business, and I get out here. I'm not used to people spending no money. I'm used to everybody saying everything is too much. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I I, I look back now, man, and it kind of, it kind of instilled in me, you know, to charge cheap prices. Ain't nobody finna pay you to do that. You know, that I could do it myself. So because of that, man, I was, I was charging dirt cheap, man. I'm telling you, I left, I left over a hundred thousand dollars on the table. Easy. Yeah. Well, I've, I've never heard no $12 and 50 cents an hour. <laughs> oh man. Man, it's a, it's, it's a lot more, man, where that come from, man. It, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. One lady, we was cutting hers, man. This lady had four acres. This lady had four acres. It was a ditch. Go, Man, it was huge, man. That ditch had to be, uh, it had to be 300 yards on, on one side. Then. Man, it, it was huge, man. But anyway... If she called me today and wanted me to do it, Paul, I'm telling you, I'd be at like three hundred dollars. I was mm-hmm. doing it for a hundred, like a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and I tried to raise the price. I was like, man, it's not enough. So I tried to raise the price just twenty dollars. And you know, she had this was years ago. She had, uh, she told me, oh no, that's too much, and she she kicked me to the curb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was glad she that did because it, was, it yeah. was way too much, man. And then I had to listen to this. I was driving thirty minutes, man. I, you know, away to go and do it. Mm. Yeah, so I was messed up, man. So I, I I've just learned, man. You know, everybody how, everybody. how long did it take you to do that yard? To do that one, it it was two of us had cut it. We used to cut it, and uh, it took us, man, it took us every bit of three hours, man. So with two guys, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's so six man hours, three 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 <laughs> hours times two, and then and then we're gonna add two more man hours because because thirty minute drive with two guys is one hour man hour. You right, and then yeah. the, the other way back, <laughs> you spent two hours on um, driving, so a hundred dollars uh, in revenue, and you invested eight man hours, three three in the field and one in the truck with two guys. Uh, let's see here, one hundred. I'm pulling up the calculator now. One hundred divided by eight, twelve fifty. You're right on point, right on your mark. <laughs> twelve dollars and fifty cents per man hour. Hey, and, Paul, I come a long way, man. Oh, man. I come and see because because of that, man. I'm telling you, it, it taught me, and I, I want to say this to to every everybody that's out there listening. You have to be confident when you walk up to people talking to them, uh, confident to a point, not not to where you're trying to scare them, but uh, you just got to, man, be sure about what you're talking about. And, and whatever you want for it, you got to call it. You know, and, and, and Paul, I come a long way, man. And uh, now, whatever whatever price I want, Paul, they, they, either they want it or they don't. When I get ready to raise the price, just like uh, checkers. I went to Checkers and uh, ain't nobody tell me the price was changed until I got to the window. And she she said a higher price than what I'm used to. You know mm. what I'm saying? So yeah, it's pretty I do. much either, either you want it or you don't. They did that. Either at, you want it or you don't. They did that at Chipotle. I, I went to get Chipotle the other day, and it was like eleven dollars and eighty four cents. And I was like, what? And they ran it up wrong. And no, I just changed the price, jacked the price up. 
yeah, that yeah, Polo Asada. Yeah. And uh, man, I was like, they jacked that price up. I remember I used to pay like $6.30, I think, back in the day for a bowl, Chipotle burrito, or uh, just a bowl. Now now they're one eleven yeah. bucks. So yeah. Yeah, man, it, it's oh, all man. going up, man. That's that's why we gotta uh, you know, try to remain profitable as possible and try to continue to be profitable. Yeah. You know, uh and try to that's what man, I, I try to I try to get as much as I can. I, I'm not trying to cheat nobody. At the same time when I do come and do their yard uh, Paul, I'm going to make sure I'm going to give them above and beyond, you know, and make sure I do a great job. I'm not leaving no, no, uh, strings hanging up, no, no grass in the cracks in the concrete. Mm-hmm. To me, man, if you got grass, if I come and look at your yard and you got grass all in the cracks of the concrete, you ain't did that yard right. Mm-hmm. So, man, I, do you, I, do you spray all, Roundup in the cracks or you just hit it with the, flip the weed eater and hit it with the weed eater? No, I spray, I spray something on it to kill it, man. No, I ain't, I ain't doing that weed eater stuff and slinging rocks in windows. I, got I done you. been there and done that. I done bust enough windows. But uh, I, 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 I uh, use RM18 or RM43. But RM43, you talking about prices going up. Last year, I, used, I bought a bottle of concentrate mm-hmm. for uh, of RM43, and I paid uh, $53 for it, and now it's 96 Wow. Yeah, and this was just within a year, less than a year. Oh, man. So. It's wild, Jarvis. I'm trying to mathematically wrap my mind around, because they're saying inflation's 8.5% or whatever, but you don't hear, let's see, what did you say it was last year, 53? 53 yeah, $53. Bucks. So if it went yeah. up by 85 uh, uh, that would have been four dollars and fifty cents. So, so it would yeah. have been fifty-seven bucks if it went up by that. But you're saying it was ninety-six bucks. Well, I'm telling you, man, ninety-six dollars, man. Oh, I'm serious. Yeah. So I don't. The guys, guys are listening in, Jarvis, and and I'm. Tr- you guys just got to bear with us in this process because I'm trying to figure this out. I was finally locked in and figuring out. Here's what you need to charge per man hour. Here's the averages in in different markets and everything's just kind of been blown up because I, I don't know uh, how to run these numbers now because food's going up, gas is going up, a cost of seeds going up for, for fertilization and weed control. Um, the cost yeah. of, um, the supply, you know, chemical supplies for roundup glyphosate, all this stuff's going up astronomically and we have to raise our prices, but it's, it's hard to figure out if you're cutting the grass for 53 bucks and you go and you show up and say, Hey, Mrs. Wilson, your price this year is 96 bucks. Yeah. 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 It's hard to, it's hard to do that, but that's what the other companies are doing. So stay tuned folks. We're, we're going to figure this out together. But I think what you're saying, Jarvis is you have to, you have to charge enough so that you can pay all your bills. You can pay your owner's salary, your owner's pay, and and you can have, Um, that margin to to spend time with your family. And if your prices aren't there, forget about it. Yeah, you can't do that, Paul. You can't do that. You sure can't, man. You can't, you, you won't be, you won't be able to, you know, uh, hardly do nothing, man. If you ain't making a lot of profit, you know, you go out and finance a, a $14,000 machine, you know, and, and man, and then you then you charge cheap prices because you want a brand new piece of equipment for a long time, man. I bought I bought used equipment for a long time, mm-hmm. and you know if you could get a used piece of equipment at a at a good price and it's in good shape, low hours, man. Shoot, go for it. Don't try to 
and get a brand new equipment, uh, a brand new piece of equipment, the X Mark Vertex, just so you can post it on Instagram and YouTube, and, and then you you know you ain't charging uh, enough money to do the yards, and now you struggling to pay for it, and you taking taking food off the table at home. Yeah, so, don't man, don't, that, don't that, be alienating Team X Mark though, man. I'm no I'm no a big no, X Mark guy. Hold on. Look, I got an Xmark. I bought the Vertex now, Paul. All right, all I got right. the I got the Vertex, so I'm not I'm not knocking it like that. But I'm just I'm just saying at the same time, you know, people will get so caught up on on the hype and want to show that they got they got that uh that mower, you know, that that fresh paint because it ain't gonna look good after look that good after you run it two days anyway. But uh, all, all I'm saying is, you know, when you gotta you gotta stick to your budget, and if, if you if you just starting out, man, go get you a uh, used piece of equipment off uh, Craigslist or, or, or Facebook Marketplace or something, and and do what work for you until you can afford that, until you bring in the revenue to cover that. So, and shoot, I I I, I bought the Vertex Paul, and I'm I'm ready to get another one. I'm looking to get another one in a couple of months. Nice. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big X Mark fan. I got my X Mark hat on right now. <laughs> I got you. you. You coming on the show, you, you got to represent Jobber and X Mark around these parts, man. We got to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. man, Jarvis, it's been a pleasure getting to chat with you, man. And hopefully I get to shake your hand in person when I'm down in, in Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. How do you say it? Hattiesburg, Hattiesburg? Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Southern Miss, right? Yep, that's right, guys. Southern Miss, and and also home of Kohler Engines. They they have their yep, yep. gigantic, um, and I say gigantic. It, it's uh, quite the operation where they make all those engines down there. So, I definitely look forward to going to that event. And again, guys, I have to uh, check in with our friends at Kohler um, because they originally were going to have it at the beginning of this year, but they. Um, they rescheduled it and I just at the top of my mind, I don't know what dates they rescheduled it for. So once I get that information, I'll share that with you guys and, and hopefully Jarvis, you can come on over and uh, I can see you in person, man. When I'm, when I'm in yeah, your great yeah. state. Yeah, man. My brother, my brother and his girlfriend, they, uh, they both uh, used to work down there okay. at, uh, at Cone in Hattiesburg. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it, ain't, it ain't too far from me, about an hour and 20 minutes from me. All right. Well, when we're down there for yep. the event, hopefully you can swing on over and I can meet you in person, man. It'd be an absolute honor. And, and I appreciate you uh, sharing your story. And uh, thanks for uh, taking time out of your uh, data to um, bless folks with your story, man, and, and being confident in your own skin. Because I know I get a lot of uh, not haters, but, pe- you know, people are opinionated and they're like, oh, you got to scale your business, got to grow your business. And there are people, no, you got, you want to be have peace of mind over money. And so as the host of this show, I, I want everyone to share you, what works for you. And then as you listen, you can make your own, you know, educated decision of what's the best path that God has for your life. Cause I think for God's will is for some people to scale it and grow it. And for others, it is to be, yeah. you know, Jason Creole and Johnny Moe and you, I'm telling you, you guys have true peace of mind. And so it'd be foolish for you to sacrifice that if you found your sweet spot. Yep, 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 yep. Hey, Paul, when I, when it's a birthday party on the weekends, on Friday nights, I don't have to go in my work clothes and with grass all down my leg no more at the last minute because my wife uh, wanted to see me there. Mm-hmm. So, so that's a, it's a blessing, man. It's a blessing. So, uh I'm I'm thankful, man, and I'm grateful, man. I appreciate you, you know, you having me on, man, and allowing me the opportunity to to speak, man. So anytime, man, I'm able to, you know, share and help somebody else, man, I'm willing to do that. 
Cool. Well, you keep uh, up the great work, Jarvis, and, and being there for uh, your wife and your children. And it's it's definitely encouraging to, to hear that you're taking initiative to prioritize being there for them. I think that is um, very respectable in this culture where, where the family unit is, is suffering such a, a assault and decay. Uh, to have entrepreneurs out there who get it. It, it, it's a lot of responsibility to be a small business owner, but you have your priorities aligned correctly. And, and it's just uh, refreshing to hear um, your vision, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All righty. Yeah. Well, I'll let you get back at it. I, I really appreciate you um, taking the time to share your story. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate you, Paul. guys, I hope Jarvis's story was encouraging to you as it was to me. Definitely, I can see that he has a strong priority for his family. And even back in the day when he was working so hard out on the shipyard to provide for his family, his desire was to do the right thing. But now he's figured out how to even fine tune that plan to add to the money, the time element and to get to spend more time with his family. And so whether in your business, you're trying to do the owner operator deal like Jason Creole does and uh, Johnny does up in um, Pennsylvania, Johnny Moe that is and, and Jarvis, that works for them. And maybe that works for you. Or maybe you're doing something more uh, like Alex Kirby from Trifecta and, and building a, a larger team and, and higher revenues and things like that. Just know with that lifestyle, there's a lot more responsibility. But either or, whichever way you're building your business, I think it's important that we really recalibrate often to make sure we have that work-life balance, that we're not neglecting our family. And what happens when we prioritize that time with family, it like squeezes us to be more efficient and to have profitable pricing. Because if we want to have that balance, our business has to be fine-tuned tightly, efficiently, and we have to make sure we are charging that premium pricing, so to speak, so that we uh, can have that margin to spend time with our family. So all around, appreciate Jarvis sharing this information. I think it's definitely uh, very black and white and crystal clear of how we need to make sure that we are prioritizing what's important and that we are on top of our business so that we can have that time uh, to spend with our loved ones. And uh, it all comes down to making sure our businesses run well. And I got to talk with Jarvis off air a little bit too, guys. And uh, he's really fine tuned his pricing and uh, he, he charges premium, premium pricing these days. And that has a lot of correlation in the being able to spend more time with his family because essentially he can be doing a little bit less work, earning more money, and then having more time to spend with his family. So anyway, I say all that to say I love when we have guests on the show that that, that really um, put, put their unique perspective out there. And I hope it, I know it might hurt a little bit sometimes when a guest kind of gets up in your face like, hey, we got to improve this area or that area. But it really is important that we keep it in mind that our business is here to serve us and our families and our destinies, not to make us a slave to all the responsibilities. And maybe you're like, well, that's how I feel, Paul. Well, I've been there. Jarvis has probably been there too. Uh, we just need to get on top of it and, and get things in order. And if you guys need help doing that in your business, we spent a lot of time, energy, and effort over the last few years building out the resource center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com. And I think one of the most important training programs we have over there is the Know Your Numbers training program. I was actually just on the telephone the other day with my friend John Pajak, who helped me with this program. And uh, we're going to even add 
a new module to it very soon, um, dealing with job materials and things of that nature. So for those of you guys who are already in the Know Your Numbers um, e-training program, you already have access to 14 modules, um, plus some documents like the pricing matrix spreadsheet and things of that nature. And um, keep an eye out in your um, program because you'll actually see a, a new module, a fresh module dropping in there soon. But long story short, in the Know Your Numbers e-training program, uh, we cover how to calculate break-even man hour rates. How do you actually know your numbers? What does that actually mean? And, and, lay, and uh, peeling off the layers of that onion. We talk about owner's pay. As the owner of the company, how are you paying yourself? There's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. And uh, it definitely affects the way we price, the way we read our profit and loss statement and our reports and things of that nature. So we cover owner's pay. And uh, really how you track your company's money and time and, and, and how you do billing, how you set those prices. Um, so it covers all that and much more. It's called the How to Know Your Numbers e-training program. And uh, friends, that's definitely something I wish I would have been able to go through sooner in my business. And I wasn't able to. And so I had to learn some lessons the hard way. We hope that um, you can get on the fast track and really understand your numbers better, more intimately. And uh, the Know Your Numbers training program available at the Resource Center at thegreenindustrypodcast.com can definitely help you to do that. So just visit the Resource Center. It's at greenindustrypodcast.com. And uh, Know Your Numbers e-training program will help you understand your prices better, your numbers better, and help you take your business to the next level. Thanks for listening to today's program, friends. Hope you smash that follow button, turn on the bell for notifications, and hope we'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.